All right, here we are live with episode, the real episode number 43. It took, it took a couple of weeks, I feel like, to, to mm-hmm. make this one happen, but it's flu season in Austin, but actually it's really just cedar fever season. And so I think, you know, I, we, had, we had a date booked and then my voice was like completely destroyed uh, and I was like, Carolina, can we move this? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. And then I think we flipped signs and mm-hmm. it's been postponed, but we're here now. We're mostly recovered from the allergies. Yeah. So getting there. You'll still you'll still hear some hacking, I'm sure, from both of us, but you know, uh, we're happy to do it. And um yeah, it's uh my guest here today is Carolina. So say hello. Hello. It's really cool to have you on. Um in all of the guests that I've brought on, you know, I I I take a lot of time to think they're like, okay, well, and I keep like the variety of different people, um, that can come on to tell different stories. And one of the things that I always talk about for why I'm doing this and why I'm keeping it out there is, um, I like the idea of having kind of a record of different relationships in my life of people that I've known, whether it's very close friends or, um, the coworkers or the family or tangential friends or complete strangers that stay with me for Airbnb or whatever, you know, um, I, I kind of like that, like chronicling aspect yeah, is, of it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Selfishly, mm-hmm. um, and then the listeners, you know, just hopefully they they like the guests. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pressure's big, on you. Yeah, now. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's great to have you on because you're someone that I guess I probably met you junior year, senior year, maybe of college or something. Yeah. Through a lot of mutual friends, um, one of my best friends in college, uh, Colin. Uh, who I saw for the first time in oh, like yeah. years over uh, Christmas because um, we're both from the same like sub- Houston suburb. Um, and I was catching up with him and I was like, guess who I'm going to have on the podcast? Yeah. And he's like, who's that? And I was like, Carolina. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, tell her I say what's up. Hello, so Colin. Yeah. He says hello. Uh, and one day I'll have him on here too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, through I think through Colin and then, you know, Alec and... Yeah. The twins and like I think that whole world was um, a lot of fun. In yeah, college. that was great. Yeah, um, but you are someone that I feel like I've never really known that well. Um, but everything that I know about you, I really like and appreciate, and I'm very excited every time I bump into you. And yeah. I love that about Austin. That like even as you know people um, go different paths and see each other in different aspects, like that feeling that you get whenever you do see somebody yeah. from college or from wherever, or even more recently, it's always so much fun to like yeah. catch up. Cause it's usually like, at a bar, oh, yeah. you know, and it's yeah, like good yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. It's, uh, it's cool. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm just excited to, to do this with you and, and, yeah. uh, hear, hear about your songs. And I think that your songs too are really awesome. Um, and a good representation of some yeah. good stories. <laughs> <laughs> But you said you had never you never jumped on a podcast before, so it's the first I haven't. Time. I don't actually haven't even listened to one before. Real never yeah, no not a single podcast. No, and like I always tell people, it's because I don't really like I don't have a place to listen to them. Like I don't have to drive a car. Yeah. So like I don't know. Mm. It's just been yeah. One you of can't those, really scooter with. Yeah, a... I, it's too scary <laughs> for me. So I I need to get better about that. But that's like I've never actually listened to one. Well, it's like the audio like. The audio and podcast is so inconsistent. This one in particular, I'm mm-hmm. sure, to everyone listening, um, <laughs> frustration. But you know, it could get really loud and quiet across, right. and then it could be like yeah. way back, and then people laugh. So it's like, yeah, if you're listening through your helmet on a scooter, yeah, then it'd you're be not very weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I don't, that's probably the first time in history that somebody who's never listened to a I podcast. I know, I'm not really hip, podcast. so I gotta. Well, maybe by the end of this, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna start my own. We'll I, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Um, yeah, well, you also said, because that you didn't think you were a music person, and you're like, ah, I shouldn't be on this podcast, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, I just, I have a, it's kind of like a joke with my girlfriend that, like, I'm a movie person. Like, yeah. I love, I've seen every movie. I can talk about movies all day long. I have a lot of opinions about movies. Yeah. And she's a music person. Like, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. of course I know music, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't keep up with, especially today's music. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about today's music other than, like, pop, you know, the pop hits on the radio. Yeah. And... Yeah. I don't know why I just said that for some reason that's not, I guess it's probably the same thing. Like I don't have opportunities to listen to it that often. Yeah. So I just never keep up with it. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, obviously I enjoy music. I love music, but I'm just not that hip with when it comes to music. It's not about being hip though. (laughs) I mean, and most of these tracks are always nostalgic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what (laughs) I can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you're a big movie person. Yeah. I love your, what was your Oscar favorite? For this year? Yeah. I don't even know what's nominated. See, like, I'm going to ah, watch the Oscars. Yeah. So you, you just get out of pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like old, like, you know, the classics and stuff yeah. like that. Or, like, yeah. from the 80s and 90s, that no, kind of that's stuff. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I feel like the songs you picked, um, nobody would ever accuse you of not being a music person. Right, yeah. Great. Um, and I'm excited to hear them. So should we jump right into the first one? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so this first one is um, by the great John Lennon. And the song is called Oh Yoko. Here we go.
Oyoko by John Lennon. That harmonica outro is so I know, fun. it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's the it's actually the last time that he ever played harmonica really? on a recording. Oh, that's awesome. Was, I didn't know I that. I think the first time he did was Rocky Raccoon, okay. White Owl, which is another classic, but this one is just such like pop perfection. Yeah. Wait, when was it recorded? I don't even know. 71. Okay. So it's from the Imagine record. Okay. Uh, and I think it's the closer. It was supposed to be like the lead single. Yeah. Uh, for the record, but he was like, the song is way too poppy for it to be the lead single. Yeah. So. <laughs> but man, it's such a fun song. Yeah. And then of course, like such a story towards, you know, him falling in love with Yoko. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I feel like maybe a lot of people don't know that song that well either. Like, I mean, I learned it because it's on the Rushmore soundtrack. Yes. And that's how... That's why I know it, but yeah. I think if that hadn't come out, I don't know if I'd ever. I That's would right, because there's like it. that montage scene yeah. or something, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very well used. He always has such good uh, yes. music. Yeah, like, does he pick the music on himself, or does he I would assume? I, I don't know. I think that's like someone's job for yeah. the movie, but I'm sure he has to have input. You know, like yeah. I mean, think about Quentin Tarantino and all his music. I mean, right, it, it fits so perfectly. You know, yeah. he has to have a yeah. I mean, it's such an element of of all of his yeah his work. It's such a cool song. Mm-hmm. I always think of um, that when I, that I saw Yoko Ono perform um, at like a New Year's show that the Flaming Lips were in. And uh-huh. so it was like the Yoko Ono, Ono Plastic Band or okay, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they did this song, but Sean Lennon was there and oh, he cool. sang and it was so cool. Yeah, that would have been really cool. <laughs> Such a good song. Um, when did you first hear it? The um, Rushmore soundtrack. Yeah, but I'm. it's like the memory to me is like in my big brother's pickup truck coming yeah. back from well i just remember him kind of i think he introduced me and my little brother to it yeah and i mean i just that's where the memory sticks is with my 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 both my brothers where are you from originally i'm from boston you are from Austin. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah so just driving around in the truck yeah and uh i mean i have a specific memory of like coming back because we used to go to dallas every christmas all the holidays because my that's where my grandparents live and stuff and um coming back in my like this beat at the three of us sitting in like the front you know the front cab of this old old pickup truck because that's why we all our first cars were all old pickup trucks i don't know why but um and then you know back then it was like the really crappy little portable cd player that you hooked into the radio yeah terrible sound but we would play that we would play that and it would skip so you'd have like the person in the middle (laughs) has to like yeah i think my little brother had to hold the he was responsible for holding it but we all like we loved that song that was i just have a distinct memory of driving back from dallas listening to that with them yeah Yeah. i feel like it's timeless for 
I mean, you could like a baby could hear that song yeah. and would fall in love. It's just it. so it's just like you can't <laughs> help but like tap your feet to it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Lennon your favorite Beatle? I don't even have an opinion about that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, were you? I mean, were you a Beatles kid? <laughs> I, I was because my dad. My yeah. dad was is obsessed with them. That's like his. I just remember. Do you remember when the anthropo when anthropology or whatever it's called? Is that what it's called? Uh, anthology. Anthology. Yeah. Like yeah. the miniseries came the big, out. Yeah, it was like the whole thing. And yeah. I remember watching that. But I I've, I always say, like, when I hear Beatles today. I'm like, of course I love the Beatles. Everyone loves the Beatles. I don't really ever need to hear the Beatles. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've heard them so much by by this by 31 that I'm like, I'm good, you know? <laughs> I feel like the, I agree, except that I feel like we, you go through those chapters where all of a sudden like you reconnect with one of the songs yeah. and then you go down into this like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. week-long pit of mm-hmm. listening to nothing but the Beatles, which then the next week turns into all the solo stuff. Right. Well, see, I, and that's <laughs> the stuff I would like to explore more of, especially George Harrison. I haven't listened yeah. to any of his solo. I mean, I, I mean, that's the stuff that everyone knows. Wasn't that the, the, what's the, in Boyhood, the dad makes the mixtape that's like, he takes all of the best songs from all their individual solo Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Calls, I think he calls it like the Black Album or something. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, so he's like, yeah, these are all the songs that it cuts all the garbage and the fat yeah. out of the post stuff. It's mm-hmm. pretty... I think that's the all you really need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love, I do love that. Mm-hmm. And I never, like, I didn't necessarily grow up... Um, like a Beatles fan. I mean, I remembered like my grandparents would yeah. would play it and stuff, but it wasn't really until college that I kind of got it into it. It was ingrained in me as a child. When I was a senior in high school, uh, we had like a, I was in choir. Yeah. I was in choir from the time I was like three till I was 18 with church choir and then school choir. Yeah. Um, but I think I, everybody learns how to sing in church choir. I know, <laughs> but I'm actually really grateful for it because yeah. it taught me how to read music and right. it taught me like, I mean, it taught me how and you to figure sing. out where your voice fits in. Like yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and like my brothers all, they learned, they're both very instrumental. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how to play any instruments, but they, they both played a ton of instruments, but that all stemmed from church choir, which I think is really important. But my senior year of high school at my school choir, we had like a, a talent show at the end of the year, every year. And, um, I had never sang in front of anybody like solo. And I decided like, okay, it's my senior year. You know, I'm gonna do it. You picked the song. I picked the song, and it was really cool because <laughs> I awesome. my brothers played with me. No and, way. Yeah, and my brother, my big brother, uh, played the guitar. Mm-hmm. He played the acoustic guitar and he sang harmony with me. And then my little brother was a, a drummer, so he played. He just had once a snare drum set up, and that was it. He just did the yeah. very simple beat. But <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> we had never sang together before, performed together, even though Travis is in. He had been in so many bands and John was in a bunch of bands and all right, this stuff. Right. And, you know, we had always joked about forming a band. The family band. Yeah, yeah. but it just never happened. It's every parent's dream. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I figured, you know, because of the memory of being in my brother's car and and we all like loved that. I knew we loved that song. I thought it would be something really special to do. Yeah. And um, so I auditioned and I remember I because I had never really, other than, you know, auditioning to be in the choir, I had never sung by myself. And so I performed that and, you know, I told all my friends, like, you know, they were all excited. They were all in the front row, <laughs> this huge auditorium yeah. at Westlake. And, uh, I think I was like the third or fourth person to go on and I got all, you know, everybody was like, I had no idea you could sing. What the hell? Like people were freaking out. <laughs> my parents were there, you Did know, you have, like super stage fright or were you, I actually wasn't that scared. Surprisingly, like that is surprising. Yeah. I don't I know. I, I think because I was just like more excited to do it than anything. Yeah. Um, 
But it was just, it was a really cool experience. And then they recorded it because they all were recorded every year and you could buy the, the DVD recording of the whole thing. Yeah. And um, my little brother passed away about, I guess it'll be seven or eight, I think eight years coming up. Yeah. And um, so it's just really special to have that recording of like the first and only time we ever that performed is really together. Neat. Yeah. yeah. And so every time I hear that, I can't help but think about him. And then of course my brothers right. and like, what, well, I think it was two Christmases ago, I got that DVD and I, I was able to take just that performance off and I burned a bunch of copies for all the people in my family and gave it to them. Ah, oh, fun. That's a good... Yeah, good so, thing. and then I don't know if you ever remember, but in college, with the, I lived with the twins. Right. <coughs> Sorry. <clears throat> and Hillary found that DVD and she <laughs> was obsessed with that performance. And so when we would come home drunk, she would play She'd put that. it on, on loop. <laughs> I mean, on loop, literally. Like it would, one time I think I, were, I think I recorded her doing it like 16 times, like in a row, just over and over and over again. And so like, it also makes me it think about that. It sounds like then. a pretty epic performance. <laughs> I feel like, is it on YouTube now or? Uh, no, I don't think so. I actually thought about putting it on YouTube yeah, you just to like show people it, but. I, ha- I still have the DVD and it's yeah. kind of one of those things that like if I'm ever dating a girl, I'm like, oh, you want to see something cool? And I like will show them that I can, I'm like, I can see. <laughs> Is right. that like a, like a third date? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. That, so that song's just like, that's definitely why it's the most important to me. It's just because it's like, yeah. it ties back to my brother and it's both my brothers. Yeah. And then having that performance, which sadly will like never ever happen again but yeah. it's good to, it's good no, it's that, awesome to be able to look back on yeah that. and like the one time it did happen it's on dvd and i have it for the rest of my life so yeah and then i'll cool. you know i'll never not hear that song and think of that so have you ever like bumped into people and been like i remember when you did that <laughs> I, have, I haven't had anybody do that but i just remember because like the the day i think it was like on a friday when the actual performance was and so i came we came in the next day to you know and of course the choir teacher wanted to re- go through the the performances and just say something about it and I remember when she got to me, she was like, well, I can't say that I've ever heard a more catchy song in my life. And she's like, I've been singing Oyoko since you performed it. Oh, you know, and it was just really sweet. And I, and I just, the reception was really nice, especially it being the first time I ever performed in front of people. Yeah. So it was, that was probably the, one of the coolest things I've done. That is such a cool feeling when you can like get off the stage and be like, I yeah, that. yeah, exactly. I exactly. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think my parents knew I could sing like that. So I mean, not that I could sing great, but I mean, I'm just. Did you ever get back to the stage after that? Not really. I mean, it, I, I wish. I think about it all the time because I love, I love singing. It's really fun, yeah. and like I love so the. Cathartic. Yeah. Do and you it, sing on your scooter though? See that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Like especially when it's nice out, I I do catch myself like singing really t- like cheesy, cheerful songs. Yeah. You know, like I definitely have sang the Brady Bunch a couple of times, and then but. I have I've actually thought about getting going into like an adult choir kind of thing, but I kind of feel like that's a little lame. But yeah. I just I, I do enjoy singing when I do it, but it's been a decade now since I probably have. Do they have adult choirs? They do, yeah. Like the only <laughs> adult choir I know of is the like German um, the Schultz's oh, theater yeah. garden. They have no, they have like well, my I know my church <laughs> has obviously a choir. Yeah, I don't know if I'd really want to join that one. Yeah, um, nothing against them, but yeah, I, and then I know there are like adult group choirs, but like I said, it's just, you know, it's kind of something. <laughs> I guess like the whole pitch perfect thing. Yeah, like yeah, exactly, thing. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I would love to see this performance. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I have. It. I, I need epic. to put it on YouTube. I should do that. Yeah, should. <laughs> I think there's there's a lot of demand out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a very good use of that song. I'm sure John would have been very, yeah. very impressed. Yeah. Should we go to the next one? Yeah, sure. All right. This is um, Johnny Cash, and the song is called The Beast in Me. Mm-hmm. 
beast in me Is caged by frail and fragile bars Restless by day and by night Rants and rages at the stars God help the beast in me Beast in me has had to learn to live with pain and how to shelter from the rain, and in the twinkling of an eye. Might have to be restrained God help the beast in me Sometimes it tries to kid me That it's just a teddy bear and even somehow manage to vanish in the air and that is when I must beware of the beast in me that everybody knows they've seen him out dressed in my clothes patently unclear if it's new york or new year god help the beast in me the beast in That was The Beast and Me by Johnny Cash, The Man in Black, from mm-hmm. 1994 American Recordings, which I just was reading that was his 81st record. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that is insane. And apparently, yeah. like, he went on, so between 1954 to 2003, he made 96 albums. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, you're just like, God, <laughs> When was he ever not in the studio yeah, exactly. like, playing music? Wow. It's wild. And we were listening to it, and you're like, is, is this a cover? Um, and it kind of it kind of is. It was written by his son-in-law, who's Nick Lowe, um, who uh, married, uh, I guess, Roseanne Cash, hmm. uh, who's an awesome musician um, who's done a lot of stuff, too. And they kind of both recorded this separately for records that came out within like two months of each other. Was he like a solo um, dude? Yeah. Okay. He yeah. Was okay. I feel like, oh God, all the music nerds are going to bash me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think right. he was probably in something before initially being solo, but okay. he's definitely like one of those singer songwriter guys that a lot of people were influenced by. Yeah. Sure. But younger than Johnny Cash. Right. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a cool song. I didn't really know. I I don't really know much Johnny Cash. Yeah. to be honest, and Just in his, the past, his hits, you know. Yeah, you know the hits, you yeah. know the voice and the look and everything. But um, 
I think like maybe it's just as I'm getting older and being from Texas and mm-hmm. still being in Texas, I'm yeah. like you need to making more of an effort to go. <laughs> and he's not Texas, right. but um, making more of an effort to get into like the old school country, yeah, like the classics yeah. and the Willies and. Waylands and all that. Um, yeah, that's because when I used to work at Buddy's Place, I don't know if you ever went there when I worked there. I did, yeah, it's like yeah. Old, di- I totally old school forgot about yeah, Buddy's Place. Yeah, that was oh, my first my bartending gosh. job. But was it really? Mm-hmm. And wow. it's like that's a blue collar place. <laughs> yeah, you know, on the on the cusp of being racist, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but that's where I learned country music, like old school, because that's not one of the best country jukeboxes yeah. I've ever seen in my life. So the people two step there. Um, they, when there's live music, they do. Cause yeah. like, it's a tiny little dance floor. Right. But I mean, up. people definitely, they take advantage of it when they can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. So I've been listening to a lot of like Dolly and, mm-hmm. um, Loretta and everything. So yeah. slowly, but surely I feel like in like two years, <laughs> you'll I'll, have it all I'll down. be full blown. Country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, actually, cool. I haven't listened to that song so like the reason I picked that song is, um, it's kind of a sadder story, but it, they, um, when my brother passed away, mm-hmm. he passed away from drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and which Johnny Cash had a very serious problem yeah. with. And, um, I, we were doing <clears throat> when the funeral was happening, nobody was going to, perf- my brother was a musician and I remember asking my father, I was like, are we, what kind of music are we going to have? And yeah. he was like, Oh, well, I mean, probably just the choir. And I was like, mm. that's not, yeah, I was John. like, that's not right. Yeah. You know? And, and I remember my big brother, he was like, he was like, well, you know, if you want to take control of it, you should do it. And, um, cause me and my little brother were like super tight Yeah, yeah. and probably closer. I was probably closer to him than anybody in my family. And what is um, the age difference? Um, about, Two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. So whereas like me and Travis, my older brother, are four. So him gotcha. and John were six. Yeah. Um, so you guys had an overlapping friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I mean, you've met him, I yeah, think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So he would party with us in college. Yes. <laughs> that was yeah. a hell of a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so I, Travis is in a bunch of bands. He still is. He plays in a bunch of hockey talk bands and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. But one of his best friends who we all grew up in church together is this guy named uh, Mikey DeLeon. And uh, he's got this deep, deep bass voice. And uh, and I asked him to, if he would do the music, you know, and I trusted him. I said, you know, whatever you want to pick, I completely trust you. Yeah. And I didn't know what he was going to pick. He didn't tell me. He he was like, you know, he asked, like, are you sure you, and I was like, like I said, I trust whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, you knew him, so whatever you want to do. And um, the day of the, you know, the day of the funeral, I didn't know. And uh, I, I actually ended up planning almost the entire funeral. I picked the people who were going to talk. I picked oh, wow. the pallbearers, like everything. Yeah. And uh, that, he pulled out that song and it was incredible. And it was like, I mean, he, I think they did three songs and one, two of them were, you know, with a full band. And yeah. then he did that, like everyone left and it was just him by himself singing that, that oh, wow. song, just like that, just on a guitar by yeah. himself. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there, like listening to it, and oh, just being yeah. like, "This is fucking perfect." This is perfect. Yeah. Right. And I, I, it's hard for me to listen to it, you know. So I haven't. I think the last time I actually listened to it was maybe about three or four years ago, and I just like lost my shit, you yeah. know. Because I mean, it's you listen to the lyrics and you and you know what he was going through, and it's so much like to me, it just like perfectly exemplified like what I felt like my brother probably went through. Yeah. You know, just just this beast inside of him that he hated, but couldn't right. control it. You know what right. I mean? And, and so I, I don't know. I was just so impressed by what Mikey did with that. And I don't think I've ever thanked it, but if for some reason you're listening, thank you. <laughs> but I mean, and, and Johnny Cash in general, like just all those struggles and stuff. It's such an interesting, 
you know, addiction has such a stigma attached to it, even yeah. though it's completely non-judgment, you know, it, it doesn't judge who it picks, you know what I mean? It's, right, it's right. completely unbiased. And yet people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to discuss it. They think it's, right. you know, you have to sh- hush about it. And it's like, well, everybody in America right now has, you know, yeah, <laughs> crazy addictions, you know. It, it takes many forms. Yes, yeah. Some of them are more prevalent and more looked down upon than others. Exactly. But you can still mm-hmm. destroy and, lives. And I just think it's, you know, to have something like this song just be like so powerful and so beautiful. It humanizes it. it you know, Absolutely. It. You know, and, and even when Johnny Cash was going, th- you know, I don't think he ever talked about his struggles until his, that movie came out. And even then, right. I don't know if he talked about it, you know, but right. it was at least addressed. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I don't know. I just think that song does such a, such a w- good job of, yeah. of kind of, I mean, it packs the punch yeah. in a way that, yeah, you, you feel empathetic towards mm-hmm. the situation that yeah. he's, he's in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, that's powerful. Yeah. That's, that's why it's like, like you know, it's, I haven't listened to it because it's like, I, I you know. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I tend to get a little sad about it. But, you know, I think, and then I almost, it's in a weird way, I almost had wished that his, the funeral had been almost like filmed or something because the music was yeah. so amazing. It was, I forget, they did, um, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? You know that song? Mm-hmm. They did a, like a really great bluegrass version of that. And I think they did Amazing Grace or something, but. Yeah. It was just, it was all like my older brother's bandmates as well, which I thought right. was really cool. Even to, more special. To yeah. Have that, I mean, yeah. obviously Travis wasn't in the bay. He, you know, he didn't want to perform with them, but yeah, I just think that was like a cool thing to do too. Well, and I think, I mean, what you're saying, having wished that you had a DVD or whatever mm-hmm. of it, um, I think it, it speaks a lot to what music is able to do. Cause like you, yeah. you've indexed those memories and those feelings and emotions and yeah, yeah you hadn't listened to the song in three years, but as soon as you hear it, mm-hmm. you you probably are sitting right back there in the pew and feeling yeah, that. You know? Exactly, and, uh, it's powerful, and thankfully, music helps us to do that because it's easy to lose track of things. Yeah, and exactly. I that, and I just I think like you know <laughs> had by had we just done what my parents were gonna do, yeah, and just have a choir sing, it just would have been. Uh, I just remember thinking like, did you know him at all? Like, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. And I'm and thank God like, I mean my my older brother was really. It's funny because me and my older brother are not that close. Yeah. But when he needs to be a big brother, he's a spectacular big brother. Oh, that's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he steps in. Yeah. yeah. And and especially at that time, he knew like how disappointed I was in a lot of the things that were happening around surrounding his death and funeral and all that kind of stuff. And and he took a lot of the reins in situations where he knew I didn't want to definitely didn't want to be like like my brother died in Chicago. I did not want to go up there. I did not want to see him yeah. in that state. You know. And, but somebody had to go with my mom and, you know, he, God bless him, took the, he did it. And I, you know, that must've been horrible, but that's not something that I wanted to do by any means. And then, you know, I I remember sitting when we were talking about all this stuff, we were sitting at I think dinner or something like that. And they were talking about the pallbearers or something like that. And they were, my mom was picking these people who had no influence on my brother's life whatsoever and didn't really matter, you know, not that they didn't matter, but you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's just the context. Yeah. yeah. And I got really upset and I was, and this was just on a a series of a lot of things happening. Yeah. And, uh, I remember he like kind of grabbed my hand and he was like, Hey, we're going to take care of it. It's going to be okay. I promise. And you know, that moment of reassurance was what you needed. And then he was in, he stepped in and said, I think Carolina should take care, take over the, the funeral situation. And (laughs) thank God I did because you know, this, this came about. Yeah. And I think it was a really great representation of like 
this is what John was about as far as music and like what he loved, but it also was a very good representation of what had happened to him as well. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, and I think too, it was important for you. Yeah. And for, for those that knew why that song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. That's a sad, but very, treasure and memory to have. Yeah, exactly. I like, I was kind of hesitant to pick it cause I was like, that's such a bummer, but, <laughs> but it is, it's such a great song and yeah. people don't, I don't think a lot of people have ever heard it. Yeah. So. And the music definitely finds a way to make the sad moments more bearable. Yeah, sure. exactly. So, mm-hmm. and connect with that. Um, should we go to the last one? Yeah, it'll be a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last one is, uh, from Tegan and Sarah and the song is called drove me wild. Your body inching close 
All right, that was Drove Me Wild by Tegan and Sarah. I love that song. Fun song. Yeah. 2012, I think. Yeah. From um, Heartthrob Record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such a good album. So fun. (laughs) We were were commenting on the um, excessive synths throughout that that are so. That was like their, like, they went super poppy with that album, and it was so good. Do you remember that's the song Closer? That was like the big single off of it. And I remember when I first heard it, I was like, oh, so this is what it's going to sound like. And it was just killer. (laughs) Yeah. I remember the thing that I always think of. Uh, with Tegan and Sarah that I think is like one of the coolest things that they did. So, you know, there's like the um, Cherry Garcia ice cream flavor mm-hmm. that's like the guy from The Grateful Dead. And it's like, yeah, oh, cool, yeah, a musician yeah. that has his own ice cream. Well, they did an ice cream sandwich <laughs> that you used to be able to get at um, uh, Tom's Market or whatever mm-hmm. or on Barton Springs. Yeah. And it was called Till Death Do Us Part. And it was by like Cool House Ice Cream Sandwich. And um, it was their flavor ice cream yeah. so it's the Tegan and Sarah ice cream <laughs> but they had like a proceeds that all went to marriage equality oh um, cool they're one of their um charities that they did back yeah. in the day um I just thought that was the coolest thing yeah, so it's yeah. like Jerry Garcia yeah that's yeah, great right, you know, right, right. but the Tegan and Sarah ice cream <laughs> right. that's the jam I can get down on that yeah <laughs> uh but yeah it's a cool song mm-hmm. uh and I think it won like they like blew up that year got like, yeah that was I mean obviously awards. like if you're a lesbian you've definitely known yeah. about Tegan and Sarah forever right. but that was like their almost break into mainstream you know right. i feel like they they did a little bit more than they ever have because it was so poppy i think right and i yeah i, I mean I, I love every song on that album it's so good <laughs> but i mean and it's it's funny like one of the reasons i picked that song is because i when i, I went to go visit a girl i was seeing in la mm-hmm. back in 2012 and i took the greyhound there because i'm afraid of flying oh my god you <laughs> the greyhound? How yeah. long is that? oh i've taken the greyhound to like new york and stuff <laughs> yeah it's it's it was probably You're really about, that scared of flying. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> wow. Have you ever flown before? I have, or? and I actually have to fly in at the end of April. I'm going to Ireland with my family. Oh, no way. I'm trying not to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I remember I was, I think I was outside of, I was somewhere in Arizona, and I think it was her, the girl I was going to see was like, hey, the new Tegan and Sarah just came out. And I bought it right then and there, and I just downloaded it because I was like, well, I got a bus ride. I might as well yeah, listen to kill it. Some time. And it was amazing, you know? And then I just <laughs> remember, like, walking that just every song on that album because what would, I was visiting this girl and I'd actually planned this trip before I like me and her had gotten romantic right but right. um I it was like I spent a week in LA and then I spent a week in San Francisco with Hillary oh nice one yeah. of the twins and uh and then I was gonna go up to Portland and then go all the way back Jeez, yeah. all on Greyhound yes yeah because <laughs> I'm a monster <laughs> to myself this was like a, it had to be like a month-long trip <laughs> no it was actually it was about two and a half weeks something like okay, that yeah. yeah but um <laughs> So the girl I was seeing, she worked nine to five. And so she was kind of like, well, I don't, you know, whatever yeah, you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and so fun. I would just like basically wake up whenever I wanted to at her house. And then I figured out the LA bus system by myself Yep. and I would just go and I would get on the bus and I would pick a spot I wanted to go to and I would just take the bus there and then walk around and yeah. I would listen to that album. And it was so wonderful because it was beautiful. It was right. January, but Weather's it was like, great. yeah, yeah it was perfect. <laughs> so I just have such like fond memories of every Every time any of those songs come on, I'd like, I can picture myself on a bus in LA or walking around. And I just remember also like that this song I like love so much because it reminds me of an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Which I had a friend tell me like, oh, so you went to go visit a girl while you were thinking about your ex-girlfriend? And I was like, oh, not really. Not I really. mean, <laughs> but, okay, like all our emotions get yeah, sure. And so, but I, it's it's some of the lyrics like literally to me are how I feel about this ex-girlfriend who I'm very close to. She's a, a wonderful person. Yeah, and I've told her many times. I'm like, this is you know, this you is should yeah. listen to the song. This it's, it really reminds me of you. <laughs> and 
it's just, it's such fond memories. You know, the, when I think of you, I think of that room, you know, and like us just being in the, like, I just, we have, it was a very short romance, but it was very fun. And yeah, it was very, it an impact that you yeah, and it, reflect on positive. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we would spend so much time in my house, in my room, and I had, I had all these wonderful windows. And it was just so sunny. Yeah. And it's just, and it ended because she lived in New Hampshire. So, you know, she knew she was going back home at a certain point. And I think at, in the song. And she's also like, every time you come here, the Greyhound takes you three days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I exactly. just can't be yeah. waiting now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did fly to see her, though, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was the next year. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. It takes a lot of drugs to get me on a plane. I'll get there. But uh, I think of the one of the lyrics is something about, like, you stuck to the plan and you ended things. And it was like, not that I expected her by any means to stay in Texas yeah, for yeah. me. But, you know, it was like, okay, you know, by the time her time was up, she went and she left. Yeah. And it was fine. I mean, I, you know, obviously I was I mean, upset. you can't, yeah, you're going to be sad and upset. Yeah, yeah. But you, I didn't expect to change her life. Yeah, I didn't totally. expect her to You understand. Move. Yeah, right. yeah. And, um, and, then like, and then I went up, I went, I went to visit her for my birthday when oh, we cool. were still kind of together. Yeah. And we didn't have the best breakup, but we're mm. now friends again. And uh, she's actually about to get married to a dude. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. This is like oh. my third ex-girlfriend to get married to a dude. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Killing how do, it. How, like, <laughs> is that a conversation that they like call you up and say so? <laughs> well, like, it's so interesting because with her, like, um, I, I don't know. I love her. Kat, yeah. I love you so much. But I think there was a lot of things that um, she wasn't completely truthful about to me and that I yeah. found out a lot later. Yeah. And uh, one of those things being that she had been dating men primarily. And right. so when she was in here in Austin, you know, it was just oh, I'm, I'm gay, I'm a lesbian. So right. we had gotten together. And then when she moved back home, you know, I found out that she had basically like gotten back together with her ex-boyfriend. Right. So she just reverted back to... Yeah, you know, which yeah, fine, yeah. you know, sexuality yeah, yeah, yeah. is very weird. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I've met him and he's a great guy. They're a perfect match, yeah. you know. Super happy for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do remember like, you know, she when I found out she got married or it was getting married, um, I was a little, you know, of course a little sad, yeah. but it was like, all right, well that was inevitable. I'm sure. Um, but I don't know. I, I do have such, I like love her and I have such fond memories of her and our time together. And I, I love listening to the song because it does remind me of those yeah. things. And like, and, and then it also like the other songs are more specific to LA, which is also, was such a great trip. I, that was yeah. the last time, time I think I saw Colin. Yeah. Um, and I don't LA know, is just, so picturesque too. So it anything is. that I like, love LA. It, like just everything about it. When you do have those trips, mm-hmm. especially those those fun ones, when you're there to visit somebody. Yeah, yeah, and you exactly. Have time to kill. Yep. And you're on your own schedule. Like mm-hmm. you could just find yourself creating so many. And New York's the same way. Yeah, but and that's like like I started. You know, I travel a lot now, but it's like I like that was the first time I kind of did stuff by myself, and right. it was. But it's like such a great experience because you're like I don't have totally. to be on anyone's time schedule. Yeah, I can go where, and it was Whatever like that I first. Want to do. Yeah, it was or that, do nothing if exactly. You want to, right. <laughs> yeah, and it was that first freeing freeing experience of like, yeah. well, I can take the bus downtown and just walk around. Yeah, and do whatever I want to do. And Nobody's going to complain <laughs> if I get tired. I'll sit down yep. for as long as I need to sit down. Yeah, <laughs> it's and I, and I've kind of like started to develop that with. Austin, weirdly yeah. enough, like, because I have a lot of free. I work at night mostly because right. I work in bars, and so the so daytime is a lot more free. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and and I quit drinking recently, so it's like I have how how long has it been? It's been a little. I mean, I've drank a few times, but it's been about a little over a year. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats. A huge. I highly recommend it to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. It's it's just loosened up so much free time, and yeah. I've kind of got this 
cheesy new grasp on life of like, you only live once, so you might as well make the best of all the, you know, all the days, yeah. you know, but it's like, so days that I used to maybe spend hungover right. or going out to get <laughs> drunk, I now I'm like, okay, well what I'm going to do with this di- this day. Yeah. And I've just started like, I'll take, even though I have a scooter, I'll take the, I'll take this purposely take the bus downtown because right. I think the bus is kind of relaxing. In yeah, a way. it is. As well, long as you have headphones. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like such a cool way to remind yourself of, even though Austin isn't that diverse, mm-hmm. still the diversity that you interact with on a yeah, bus. Yeah, totally. And like everybody's riding, doing, yeah. they all they're have all, a story. Yes, all, yeah. Somewhere they're going, somewhere all they came from. All different races and, and, and all, classes. All it's yeah. good to be reminded of that. Yeah, so I, I've started doing this thing where I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll usually get really stoned. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah, we've had mushrooms, <laughs> LSD okay, conversations. Yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, so I'll usually get really, really stoned, and I'll just take the bus downtown, and I'll get off with my, you know, I'll have music on, and I'll just yeah. walk around, and it's, like, really freeing in a weird way because yeah. you think, like, oh, I've got to time it out this and make sure I get, but it's, like, walking around does not take that long to no. do things, and so I'll usually just go, and I'll go, to like, to the new library. Especially with traffic. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you're, like, you're walking right by those cars, like, <laughs> yeah. not even... <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's like, I think I got, when I was in LA, that was the first time I kind of did that kind of stuff. And it was, now I do it in Austin and it's just so nice. Like I'll walk through parts of Austin. I haven't been in a long, even growing up here, I haven't been in a long time. And it's really interesting to see how the city's changed. Even in these, well, you would see how many things you overlook on a daily basis. That's exactly. Yeah, totally. Really fascinating. Like the architect, like I've gotten really into like architecture and stuff, especially historic architecture. Yeah. And it's really interesting to catch these little houses that are all over Mm -hmm. Austin that you, nobody knows about or that have been turned into law offices or whatever. But for some reason, walking to is like very meditative. Yes. Exactly. You could sit there and like ponder the architecture. Yes. I wonder how long that has been there Mm -hmm. and have these like inner dialogues. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Maybe coming out better on the other side. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> no, and I, I just I feel like that kind of stemmed from being in LA and doing that. And yeah, I don't know. It, it's just like I love listening to that album because it, it 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 literally takes me right back to that spot. Yeah, it's so interesting. That's a cool jumping off point. For yeah, sure. yeah. You like I follow you on Instagram, of course, and mm-hmm. so I see, you seem to be traveling all the time. I'm trying like, to. And you take really cool photos, and it's <laughs> yeah. really fun. Like, keep it up. Yeah. That, that's always something that uh, I, I get inspired by when I see people going out there and doing and the it's, solo yeah. travel thing. It's the best. I'm so with oh you. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so fun. I mean, it's great fun to travel with people, too, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, but it's just a different experience. Yeah. I think well, a lot of people turn like, themselves off, too, because they're afraid or nervous about right, it. Right. Exactly. Know? Once you try it, you're like, wow, this is... Yeah. yeah, it is a little daunting because like I, I, you know, I'll do these trips and, and they're all throughout Texas. Like it's yeah. all been condensed into Texas for the most part. And I'll come back from them and people will be like, well, how do you do that? And I'm like, I mean, do you have two days off in a row? Right. Do you have hard. maybe an extra hundred bucks? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, it's not like I'm going and I'm spending tons and tons of money. Like right. the, I don't have a car. So the most I spend on is renting a car. Yeah. But even that is like. 30 bucks a day, you yeah. know, and then you can find, as long as you're not picky, you can find cheap, cheap hotel rooms yeah. and stay in them. And well, so, you're also not waiting around for other people to make exactly, plans with you and save exactly. the same money with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the other thing is like, <laughs> I'm a huge history dork. And yeah. so the things I'm going to see are things that I know nobody else gives a <laughs> shit about. <laughs> so like, I know I don't have to worry about inviting right. anybody, you know, and, right. and insulting anyone. I mean, my girlfriend always wants to come with me yeah. and I mean, we do have a yeah, trip plan. Yeah, you guys do trips together. Yeah. <laughs> But Where you, going? you know, when I start to explain to her what I'm going to go see, she, I can tell she's just like, I don't uh, care about, about that. this. 
<laughs> Where are y'all going to go for this trip? Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, in the past we've had, she went, we wanted to go camping together and that's still an idea I have. Yeah. Cause like, you know, what I'll do is I'll try to pick a spot and then I'll try to pick things to see along the route, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's really, I have a couple websites that I use that are my trade secrets, nice. but, uh, you know, uh, I have one that I still want to do, and it's the Painted Churches of Texas, uh-huh. which not a lot of people know about, I but it's a very one, yeah. cool thing. It's like just, it's kind of on the way to Houston is the best way I would describe it. Okay. Um, but like just even, you could do it in a day. Um, there's probably about five or six of these old German churches in these old German towns or communities hmm. that were built in the 1800s or early 1900s, and they were just painted, the insides of them were painted super extravagantly. Yeah. And they're really beautiful. And they've been really well preserved and you could do a little like tour of them. And so that's kind of one that I want to do. Um, I kind of made it into like a two day trip because I want to go out and see more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But, uh, that's, that's one that I still have planned to do that I, but now that I'm actually working more, I have to figure out how to go around Focus that. on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you make time. Yeah. It'll yeah. work out. Yeah. And, but, and that's the thing is like when I'm driving by myself, I just listen to music all the time. And so it's like, even though most of the time I'm listening to really terrible, like pop for, you know, top yeah. 40 stuff. Yeah. I still will hear, I know in the future I will hear those songs and I'll be taken back to all those trips oh, I've taken. Absolutely. You know? And it's, yeah. I think that's great. It's bookmarking it for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to Tegan and Sarah again. Did that whole, yeah. The whole <laughs> album is so phenomenal. And, and I was telling you like they just, I think they just did their like most recent tour. Um, I haven't listened to them in years though. Um, I think probably since that album, just cause, I feel like I went through my Tegan and Sarah phase, you mm-hmm. know, and, and especially like as a young queer girl, I yeah. was like, Oh, well, this is, it's they're like speaking cl- it's to cliche me. now. Together. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, you talk to any lesbian you know, around our age and they love Tegan and Sarah, yeah. no matter what they say, like they can <laughs> sing along to at least one of their songs, you know? Right. And to a lot of gay women, they're incredibly important. Yeah. Um, I remember because I found their first, I don't know which CD it was. I, I mean, I can picture it and I know the songs that are on it, but I don't know what, which one it was. But I found it in the twins' apartment when we were living together back, yeah. well, back when we lived in West Campus. And I didn't know what it was, but I just put it on the CD player and I was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. And then I ended up looking it up and I was like, like Tina Sarah, oh, okay. And I was like, they're twin gay. Lesbian yeah. Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the, that was that year was when I was coming out of it. Like I was figuring out I was gay. Right. It was, the, that must have been 2000. And, 2006, 2007, like school year, you know? Yeah. And, but that album, I remember that album. And then I remember the twins like left for that summer to go on a big trip with their family. And so I had the entire apartment to myself all summer (laughs) and I would go back. This is back in the day when you actually had to order the DVDs from Netflix. Netflix. Yes, I remember that. So I remember. Red envelope. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I remember like I, I was on YouTube doing this and I was not looking at porn, but somehow like something about lesbians came up and I started getting all these clips from the L word. Yeah. Which I don't know if you know yeah, what that I remember show. That show, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've it's, a, it, it's an awful show, but it's a rite of passage <laughs> if you're a lesbian. You know, right. you have to watch it. And so I remember, and I was slowly figuring out that I was gay yeah. and watch having this show, finding that album. Oh, this is yeah, this just, is like the uh, recipe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was bound to happen at that point. <laughs> but I, then I remember I would rent the the series on Netflix since I had the apartment to myself. I didn't yeah. have to worry about anybody like figuring out what I was doing. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, so, yeah. Netflix is like, all right, looks like. <laughs> Yeah. We have a new lesbian that I could too. Yeah, they sent they sent my information away to somebody. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but then, and then I remember I've seen. I mean, I've seen Tegan and Sarah probably four or five times. I mean, they've they always come to Austin. They I feel yeah, like they yeah. always say something specific about Austin too when they come about how much they like it. Um, 
But I remember going one time with Hillary, one of the twins, mm-hmm. and we were just so drunk. It was, um, <laughs> what was that just really other really catchy song? Oh, Back in My Head. Yeah. I just want that song. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with that song and that whole album too. And that they toured for that song, whatever that album was. And uh, me and Hillary went, we were just so drunk. I barely even remember their concert, <laughs> which is terrible. I hate looking <laughs> back on those shows. We were like, at the time, it seemed like so much fun. Yeah. And now, now I'm like, like, what did they even sing? Like, I don't even know. I think we were like making out the whole time too. It was like such a mess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely sounds like the old days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but I mean, I think to, in Tegan and Sarah, like the, the, they, oh, they just toured for the con, the 10 year anniversary of the con, which is oh, okay. what I think must've been, was the record. That was probably the record I yeah. found in the, in the apartment. That's what they did. Yeah. They had two shows here in Austin too. I didn't go to either of them, but my, my girlfriend did and she, cause she's like obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, but I remember, oh yeah. And, uh, I think it was Tegan lost her voice for the second show. Uh, and, so it wasn't as good. Well, no, she, they did this really interesting thing where they, um, because she lost her voice, they made song books for the audience. Oh, fun. So, so Sarah would sing and play her parts, yeah. and then the audience would sing. Yeah. And I, I was like, well, that that's kind of cool. cool, cool but at the same it. time, it's like, I, if I you're going to see, see them, you probably want to hear them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I didn't think that was interesting, and a lot of people thought it was really cool. So Yeah, that's neat. Know. So I'm sure even without the songbook, people would still be singing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's ridiculous. Have you ever been to a Tegan and Sarah show? No, I it's not. just screamy. It's like it's. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's Elvis esque, but it's right. like I mean, screaming all the time. Right. I remember being at one show at Bass Concert Hall, and they were like, "Okay, we really want everybody to be quiet because we're gonna we're gonna tell you guys something." And the audience just wouldn't shut up, and it was like the the <laughs> just the artist is asking artist, you yeah. to <laughs> shut up, and you're still screaming. Respect the artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. They're they're great. They're always gonna be a. If I ever hear of them making music, I'm sure that's something that I'm always gonna like. You'll t- go you check know, out. Tune yeah. into and listen. Yeah. But I don't necessarily follow their every move. Yeah. <laughs> I guess on Instagram I do technically, right? I don't, they have good Instagram accounts. I mean, they so. post a lot of pictures of their cats. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more cliches, you know? It's like, come on. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. There was a, a funny thing because you know they're twins. Right. They're both gay. And I was telling my best friend Barrett, who's a gay guy, and I was like, um, something about Tegan and Sarah, and he was like, Oh, they're a they're a couple, right? Everybody thinks that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go, I was like, no, I was like, Barrett, they're twins. And he was like, So no. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That'd be a whole nother audience. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Great, huge in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love yeah, that's that song is probably one of their best. <laughs> Just as far as the poppy catchiness of it all, yeah. and yeah, it's such could. a step away from what they usually do that I, it's like it could capture a whole different audience, which I think is really unique for them to do that. Yeah, which, I do always like know. that one. Yeah, they went from singer songwriter, mushy, yeah. you know, love stuff to to pop music that everyone you could play on the radio, you yeah. know, dance to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I feel like this was a really good yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. Was it as hard or as easy or about it what you expected? It was pretty expected? easy, yeah. It flowed, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you did, you did well. I appreciate you sharing everything yeah, and coming on. It was great to catch up with you. Yeah. Until uh, next time, this was Memory Tracks. Thanks.